I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Another episode. Back at it. Of close enough. <laughs> You're super professional tonight. I'm always. Prof- am I not always professional? I'm just like your voice is really like <clears throat> formal this evening. Like you're getting ready to start the six o'clock news. Last week. <laughs> do you do, do a recap? <laughs> uh. Funny, you say that because we just ask for for four. We just ask for (laughs) for recommendations on in fur and feather (laughs) on your other show. No, on our group text. Oh yes, sorry, Jesus. (laughs) Nobody's responding with good stuff. Well, Seth says, "Do people still get excited for premieres, or do they just?" binge watch it i think people get excited for things like i know people are excited for that one show um the walking dead no i mean it, probably yeah um hang on yellowstone there are people that i know that like that show yeah and i i've watched a little bit of it i just know one clip of it um i can't it's in reference to like taking care of not knowing what to do fuck it yes yeah that's the episode. And by episode, I mean clip. That's it. So I know nothing about it. I heard Bob and Tom, uh, Chick McGee, call it like the Sopranos. Of like, Westerns? Of like Westerns. I can see that. Which I, I have not seen the Sopranos, so. I'm not a huge fan. But what I found, okay, so I don't know if you remember, one of the shows we tried to watch, and I think it was on Hulu it's a BBC show called Peaky Blonders. <laughs> BBC. <laughs> you gutter-minded. No, it reminds me of the TikTok where the English teacher... I, I know. Remember when you told Charlie... Anyway, you just had to be there to see the TikTok. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I got you flustered. Okay, but Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. I didn't... I, it's just popular, like, post-World War One crime drama the word peaky i can't take it seriously yeah but i think that's the there's some historical accuracy to the show anyway i watched like four episodes of it one i don't understand what they're saying i don't get that thick british accent do you have to have subtitles on no but i mean i get it enough to realize what's going on but Mm. 
like British humor hits differently and I don't really get yeah. that too. So, but whatever. But now for some reason it starts to get recommended in my videos and like on Facebook. So I've just been watching clips of Peaky Blinders and trying to just put it all together. <laughs> Cause Tom Hardy's in it. I love Tom Hardy. But you know, I don't even know why you waste your time watching a show. Why? Because you'll just Google it and look up the whole plot and not. I'd like to see it play out though. That's ridiculous. Really? Yeah. Like if I could fast forward and know how I die, I would be down for that. <sighs> be like, oh man, that's how that's how it happens. Shit. I don't think that's. I don't know. I don't think I wouldn't want that. That's not how, I think there's a reason we don't have that capability on purpose. Unless you're a medium. Or I listened a to a story about a medium today. She came to someone's house and helped uh, kind of clarify what had been going on. Leanne. Mm-hmm. Kreischer. I heard it. I heard you listening to it. It was pretty interesting. So, no, I don't think anybody, like, other maybe than The Walking Dead, like you said, Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Back when, like, Game of Thrones and stuff was on, maybe. Well, Netflix snuck in four little episodes of one of my fave shows without, like, any fanfare. What? Grace and Frankie. Frankie and Grace. That's because there's no fanfare to it anyway. You're an idiot. It's a <laughs> wonderful show. I'm just saying, like, that's the thing. You don't even have to promote shows anymore like that. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, oh, look, there, it's on here. Well, and, and to be fair, I don't know when it could have come out because I have, watch Netflix. I've turned on TV for myself 0% of the time. So Let's make a pact to try to do that one night a week. Turn on TV. Just binge something. I don't know if I have time to binge something one night a week. One night, like tonight, we got time. Unless you're gonna go to sleep. Uh, TBA. We'll see. Full full week Friday hits different. <laughs> I know. I know. Trust me. Oh, okay. Pulling dual, like uh-huh. you just have to yeah. go to school. I got to work and go to school. I'm also going to school. Keep that in mind. Have you turned your assignment in? Nope. I have. Took six quizzes. <sighs> and where are the answers? Did you have to design anything and write a rationale to it? Um, uh, I mean, you have to pay for that knowledge. Oh, okay. Got it. So when you enroll in my course. In your course? Yeah. Oh, my God. I am proud of you. I don't mean to make light of it, but if you're going to act like you've martyred yourself. So one of the classes we had to do an introduction. I don't want this to come off wrong. Hang on, did you introduce yourself truthfully or? Yes, I did. I did. I mentioned you. Kind of threw in, you know, you were a teacher. Thinking. Great mom. Oh. Anyway. Was I skinny in your description? That's all I want to know. Slender. Slender. Uh Yeah, but fit. Okay. Perfect. Is that what you wanted to hear? That was it, yeah. Lean. So it's it's a blog post. Yeah. And you, after you get done, you can read whatever. It's just an introduction. Yeah. They wanted a picture and an introduction. What pic did you use? The Simpsons picture. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so I start to look through. Uh-huh. Oh, man. I am probably 15 years older than my professor. <laughs> I am in a class. And again, no disrespect. Appreciate the hustle and the grind. With at least 10 single moms. Okay. Of multiple children. <laughs> okay. Are you uh, the only male? No. There's there's two or three of us. Okay. All male club. Little club. Males that just graduated high school. Yeah. One wants to own his own car lot. Oh, I love it. I'm down for it. 
Send me a business plan. I'll invest. <laughs> Are you going to like... But that's when it like hit me in the face. I was like, oh, shit. I'm like... Old. <laughs> yeah, like this ain't... I, when you said and that... And then when I realized as I'm doing the work, like this is gear for the people that... Like, granted, I've not been in, in any formal education setting in 22 years, but it's like riding a bike, you know? Mm-hmm. And I would like to think I'm somewhat capable regardless. Uh, yeah. So, like, will you ever meet these people? No. Like, are you going to have to, like... Not for a while. Like, nobody in these classes I'll meet. Okay. I don't know if you guys want to, like, meet up for lunch, hang out at the quad. I don't even know. No, they're class. from all over. Like, not just Montgomery County? Like, it they, it encompasses the whole Mason County. So, Brown County, okay. Mason, Cynthiana. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Trying to plan out spring break though, so uh, I know. <laughs> what are you laughing? I'm at trying me? to think. Well, when you said that, I don't think I've ever been older than my professor that I can think of. Yeah. Now the other two professors know. Uh, yeah. One I think is Nino's mom. I haven't confirmed that yet, but I'm gonna ask her. <laughs> Shout out, hey Nino. What up, Sharon? <laughs> Wait, I just tried to ask her. Send her an email. Hey, remember me? <laughs> High school '99. Send maybe a. High school I spent a lot of time over his house, so yeah. Yeah. Oh, trust me, she knows. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> awful. Oh. You boys and your jokes. This is the third week in a row that Charlie's been gone that I do the podcast. Mm, look at me complaining. Mm. Nope. Parenting a 13-year-old in the current climate of the world should come with hazardous duty pay. For her. <laughs> she about to... Catch his hands. Oh my gosh, we, the, we've had <laughs> we, we've had a week. She's just been a lot, it, but I will say this time, compared to previous times, I feel like there's a little bit of response to better attitude today. She kind of got big on my nerves, but and I get some of her arguments, but there's nothing you can do about them. What do you mean? Like, I don't want to go to the store with Harlan. Yeah, she doesn't get a choice. Like, that's not a choice. That's what I'm saying. You have no option. So. Right. And and it's her general, like, thinking she has a choice. We raised her to believe she was like, we didn't raise her to believe this. The world has taught her that this is some, some kind point, of democracy and she what, has rights. She thinks that she's like, somehow has an equal voice to us. Like, she tried that on me. She's like, well, I don't want to do that. And I was like, I'm texting daddy to see what he's going to, you don't get a vote. <laughs> yeah. Like, you are not the voice we're going, there are times when she gets a say in something, but most decisions, it's not happening. Yeah, you're, for all, for, for paperwork, you're just a tax write-off right now, girl. <laughs> just, I don't know, this, this confidence, great, but. I'm going to need you to keep silent. Thank you. Okay. When you, we've never parented a teenager before. We, <laughs> I, I don't. And I, you know, I taught this age for 10 years. But you weren't their parent. Wasn't their parent. No. So I'm not ready. I'm not at all ready. I did realize though today, like in class, I often tell like, not often, but Charlie will be mentioned or something. You're like, oh my God, I got to quit because these kids know her. Right. There are sophomores who know her. Like She's already plotting. Like In two years, she could have you in class. Yeah. She told me this morning where she wants her seat to be, and I was like, I... 
I need you to be quiet so I can write this next sentence that I'm giving out this morning. I have no tolerance for thinking about two years from now where you're going to sit. Okay. We need to make it through the next five minutes. Yeah. I am barely an hour ahead of myself. We're taking all prayers and donations. (laughs) (laughs) Go find me. Venmo me. Uh, But that brings up the question. What have we done as parents Mm. that we said we'd never do? I was a much better parent before I had kids. (laughs) I had it all figured out. (laughs) I was an amazing mom. (laughs) Were you though? I mean, I taught, you know, for five years before we had kids and I just thought, and then, you know, obviously I've taught for 17 years before I had a teenager. So I thought I had it all fucking figured out. Um, the, one of the big ones. You can say it out loud. What? That you were wrong. Oh, I'm always wrong. I'm about the parenting, I'm a big screw up. Like, I'm a big Not advocate. Not about that. I'm just what you thought your expectations were. Oh, yeah. No, were. no. No, absolutely. Like, I'm a big advocate of this understanding and this belief in perfectionism and parenthood. Screw that. That went out the window day six. Please stop believing that... Exactly, because by day six, I thought I was going to breastfeed my kid. And I, well, it was like two weeks in. I couldn't do that. Meanwhile, I was sneaking her food. Which is probably why Which is, the breastfeed good. wasn't working. I distinctly remember this is TMI, so here we go. My milk wasn't, I, don't, I hate saying my milk wasn't coming in, but I think that's the term, yeah. producing whatever. You weren't, I, your mammary glands weren't firing <laughs> on all cylinders. So This also checks off the box of what everybody else in the group chat want to talk that's about. True. That's titties. true. Titties. There you go, boys. Um, so, so take some notes on titties right here now. You go. This is all you're getting. So we finally, I finally get to where we're doing this, but they're like, okay, they wanted to give me a medicine. I was like, oh, I don't know about that. Right. So we had to do the typical thing where I was breastfeeding, pumping, and supplementing. And this was a huge, long process. Yeah. I came back from the hospital Probably, what was this, 2008? Mm-hmm. Definitely it was COVID-08. COVID. Then, no, I did. I had some like weird. Yeah, super, you had emphysema. Some super cold that like. Black lung. I coughed and, and coughed and coughed nonstop and would have like a runny nose and everything. So, and you're not supposed to take like certain medicines. because sure that was COVID. I, I think it was. Um, oh, it was. God, it would make me so mad because we would finally be able to lay down and go to bed. And I would go to lay down and I would just start coughing my head off. And Gary would be snoozing away and I'm just coughing my head off and peeing myself. And it was just magical. Anyway, it was an early morning, maybe a Saturday. Gary was dead asleep. And I was having to do the breastfeed Charlie by myself. I was letting him sleep. I was breastfeeding Charlie. I put her in her rocker thing so that I could pump because I had to pump immediately after Mm -hmm. while also trying to supplement. So I'm trying to pump and supplement her and like snot's pouring out of my head. I'm coughing, peeing myself. And I just like (laughs) yell at you like, Gary, what? I was like, get formula. I'm freaking done. Like tell me what I was like breastfeeding. You're like, all right. (laughs) Yeah. There was no pushback on my end. No. And, and I'm more than that. Like I, it was the first thing that I felt like, Oh, Way to go. You're already screwing up. Awesome. Great. Um, so that was one, step one. But, you know, I let that go. All right. Some of the things we've talked about. Cooking one meal for the whole family. Oh, God. 
I was so self-righteous about this. We're, I, I'm like, number one, I don't cook to begin with. <laughs> and that, ladies Often. and gentlemen, is on record. <laughs> I made cookies last night, damn it. Homemade cookies. Don't don't come back and try to justify it. You said it. <laughs> that, I, accept, okay. I accept it. Let's so, move on. I was not going to cook a meal, cook separate. No, no, you are. What you're going to do is cook whatever because it's just a battle I wasn't ready to fight. And Charlie used to eat pretty diversely and then... Not for long. Not for long. Then it was like everybody would pick her up from preschool and be like, hey, let's go get some chicky duggies. And that is that and you then, would think after 10 years and you start raising another one that maybe you would learn from that lesson. No. It has not changed. No. Harlan says there were chicky duggies and I'm like, look at him talking. Oh. No, she and he, she. This little obese bastard needs <laughs> get him a 20 piece. He's hungry. No, she she. I don't know. I don't like daycare was a, you know, limited palette of food and she just, she is who she is. I mean, they were feeding her cake at daycare. I remember Abby got so mad. Charlie's a baby, like in the months old uh-huh. before Five. a year old. Yeah. And she had this wonderful Miss Francis who oh was like a God. grandma, like the perfect scenario. Like Harlan needs it, oh. almost like, um, Miss Alicia. Yeah, yeah, like Alicia, except older. Yeah, yeah. And a little less concerning, like a little less concerned about the welfare of the kids. Not, no, no, no. Not in a bad way, no, no, but no. like. No, she was a like, grandma. Uh, it ain't going to hurt them. Yeah. And, it and was to a the, new mom, that was probably the best thing I could have had. And one, of the, one day we picked her up, and it was some kid's birthday, and Charlie had just smashed some birthday cake. God, I got the best picture of that, too. I mean, she was, she looked adorable. But I was like, wow, I've not given my kid chocolate yet, but broke her in. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we were eating peanut butter before it was time to eat peanut butter. Because I think you have to wait a while on that. Yeah, eggs too, maybe. I don't remember. Well, she never ate eggs. She still gags if she smells an egg. Um, she can sniff out an egg. <laughs> Anything except a cake or a cookie. But that was one. The meal thing, we just, yeah, that we was, still, that's a big one. we still to this day. Not letting your kids sleep with you. Yeah. That's been thrown out the window on two occasions. Okay, and I can almost pinpoint the moment. You talked about this last week, yeah. Yeah. With that. Um, but just let that one go. But Harlan is good about falling asleep anywhere. It's just he will wake up with Abby has a GPS tracker on her. Mm-hmm. He will find, find her. Screens, which with Charlie wasn't like a thing. Not as much, no. She could watch a video or like, something. Like she was like t- real TV. Yeah. And we didn't have... You know. I mean, you had an iPod in 2000. An iPhone. iPhone, that's what I mean. In 2007. Seven. She was more, but like... But they but they did, weren't... You couldn't watch videos or anything. Right. You didn't watch YouTube on it. and So she didn't really have that. But Harlan, we're like, if you hold this screen for a little while, I can go take a shower. It's the one thing I know... That I can give, and it's to not him. a bad thing. I don't think it's a mount, like you know. But there are times that I have to get him to sit still and and focus so that I can get something done. Um, but we don't do that often. It's what kind of screwed up potty training with him actually was because that was his reward. And I and I was talking with his therapist, yeah. And she, I apologize. I was like, don't apologize. Yeah, yeah. He's just a diabolical genius. Like right. he realizes that. Right. He will now go to the toilet. 
and say baby shark. Yeah. And you're like, uh-uh. And he thinks. And he'll sit there. Just wanting to watch TV, sit on the toilet. With like, you know. Same, every, bro. Same. <laughs> everybody else is get his phone. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean, I think in, in regard to like screens, we have held really strong on Charlie and uh, technology and kind of locking that down as best we can. Oh, yeah. Abby. Got called out by Charlie. She's she wanted to know all about what we talked about. Talked about, and that's that's getting kind of weird too. Like her want her, and I guess if you're her, it's kind of weird that people are talking about you. And should we like just stop posting anything about her? Stop talking about her? I don't. I don't. And my stance is, it's our social media, not hers. True, but I mean, she is ours. Like even again, if, she's a glorified tax write off right now. Even if I like, with a bad attitude. Like if I need to vent and and text someone about like a conversation we had, or just like listen to what this kid said. Sometimes she says things that are hilarious. Yes, I mean, so funny, and um, I just like want to celebrate that that she is just so smart, alecky, and funny. Um, when she's talking about like other things in the world but i realize i can't in the event that somebody that gets back to her yeah so bunch of snitches out there <laughs> but but she's, she's even talking about her friends listening to this podcast so if you're one of charlie's friends listening quit snitches snitching. get stitches <laughs> all right you old enough to listen to this podcast you old enough to get punched in the throat <laughs> and the in the famous words of bernie mac <laughs> As a public school teacher, I do not condone punching children. In we're, we're not teaching. This, <laughs> let that be a lesson. <laughs> oh, hey, kid. How you doing? <laughs> right in the throat. <laughs> like, what's the movie we just watched? Identity Theft. Identity Theft. She's got a good throat oh, punch. She's got a good throat punch. Yeah. That's a, that'd be the one I'm doing. Uh, I don't think we ever, like... Uh, like, I went through my phase where I was going to, like have charlie eat like i tried the deceptively delicious stuff oh she she called she the only thing charlie used to not eat ketchup i don't remember that she would not eat ketchup she would eat sweet potatoes but not ketchup so then she switched over to ketchup out of nowhere like she hated ketchup so i would start sneaking her sweet potatoes back in so i was like well at least her that's something healthy but like i tried the Homemade nuggets. Nope. I tried like the vegetables inside of a brownie. That did not go over well, which to be fair. My mom can make I wouldn't try that either. My mom has made a brownie with black beans before and avocado. It's really good. I saw on one of my keto pages they had an avocado chocolate pie. It would not be good. It looked good and I know deceptively it's garbage. Like those crazy like fat bombs I try to make. And, like, it looked like I was making a good a good dessert. And I was like, this is peanut butter, but it was, like, natural peanut butter. It was like, the driest, nastiest. Yeah. I don't know. Nasty. You lack sugar. <laughs> I'm addicted. So, yeah. I mean, fast food, all that. We screw it. We screwed up. Pop. That was your dad, though, man. Listen, old Pat. Pap would come through with a Pepsi. And a straw. And a straw. We got and pictures of it. It's the best. I mean, 
I had no leg to stand on there. Nope. There's no, what are you going like, to say? Ah, don't do that. And, nah. a, and a bag of cheese puffs. <laughs> there they yep. go. Cheese balls. Oh, listen. If my dad was around with the Harlan. Oh, my God. He'd be 30 pounds heavier. <laughs> you want to talk about heaven? Oh. Cheese puffs. Cheese puffs and Pepsi. Uh, yeah. I don't know if Harlan's had Pepsi. Yeah. Harlan I mean, will like steal time. my Diet Mountain Dew, but he never drinks a lot of it. Shit. <laughs> he drinks as much as he can. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, so I don't like to share. Tonight, we go to the store to get stuff for Charlie, and um, I, we skipped Walmart on purpose. Charlie hates to be in Walmart with him because he had one really major fit in Walmart over the toys, which I don't know why she thinks Kroger is better because he will throw down over some food, too. Right. We put in his organic, simply whatever, cheese puffs. And then I saw the price on the uh, Kroger brand. And I was like, you know what? This week, yeah, this week we're going old school. But I went to take his out. And he was like, no, my cheese puffs. My cheese puffs. <laughs> so I did the switcheroo where I put the ones I wanted to buy under him, under the cart. And then at the checkout. I switched it out to where he didn't see it, and Charlie went and ran it back to the aisle. Well, then he won a surprise egg. Surprise egg. That should not have been a surprise because he always wants a surprise egg. There were no, he saw the surprise egg container, but there were no surprise eggs on our aisle. <laughs> and so Charlie is losing her mind because she feels the meltdown coming. He's like stomping in the car trying to get out to get to the surprise eggs and. She is like booking it through the store, like it's supermarket sweep, trying to find surprise eggs. And she did, I assume. And she, yes. And I get a video of Harlan eating surprise eggs. He has never, we've always been able to hold on to it till we get home. No one open until you get home. This is the rule. Mm-hmm. We get to the stoplight. I go to drop Charlie off at a friend's house. I hear, mmm, delicious. <laughs> and he is, oh, and that stuff is nasty. Bastard. It's nasty. It's, it, all it is is like this piece of plastic that you dip in, and it's just like a chocolate, like melted chocolate. That's all it is. It's disgusting. Like it sounds like, good to me. With a toy on the other side that normally has thirty nine pieces, yeah, that are exactly one millimeter big. And so it's God probably knows just doesn't eat them. To be fair, I didn't know what he was doing. Like I thought maybe because that little thing, that dipper thing, that is not child safe. But he did fine. But, yeah, so our kids don't eat right. I tried to keep him from eating, like, red dye foods that lasted a couple days. I mean, some people, don't we know somebody's allergic to red dye? Micah. I think. Yeah. I think red 40. Right. Yeah. Red dye 40. Whatever, that's the one I think that's supposed to avoid because of, like, ADHD and stuff. But here we are. You know, I haven't had a proper energy drink in a long time. Because it's trash and bad for you. It is, but I always enjoyed them. But I'm trying to be like, it's a bad look for a 40 year old man to be walking around with a monster in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> you know? We should, if you do that, we're going to uh, give you some platinum tips to your hair, spike it. Well, I've got the gray tips. Skinny going on jeans. Right now. You're going to get some skinny jeans. What are those jeans with like all the um, affliction, an affliction tee? I don't know. <laughs> think those are still a thing i hope to not offend anybody but sorry there's somebody out there rocking around i know (laughs) all of our listeners over in dublin (laughs) affliction's big over there is it 
I don't know. <laughs> it's funny. I, I don't know. Your your style has zero percent changed over the year. Like you have gone. I had no this time. conversation at work this week. I don't know that I've wore a, a pair of jeans in years. I think you wore them the night we went to go see Theo. I did. Because I just have that on a picture of us. And I don't know that you've worn them ever since. That's when I could get you in a little V-neck. V-neck tee. Hugging, hugging arms. <laughs> hugging sleeves. That's it. Not arms. <laughs> I mean, hugging arms too. Hugging arms. So, if we had to be, if you had to have a role model as a parent, like what celebrity or fictional parents? I've always been a fan of Roseanne. I've all like since I was a kid, my family would watch it. I've identified with her. I wanted to be as uh, funny and um, realistic about things as she is. I, I'm down with that. I mean, you know, for me, it has to be The Simpsons. I do, I do, and I feel like I feel Marge. I mean, there are days that all I can stand to do is growl. Under my breath. I'm still a little upset that I can't get Harlan to really dig in on The Simpsons. Uh, I mean, he recognizes. He's trying. It's just not. There's. I mean, from his perspective, why watch that when you can watch a puppet duck scream at everybody? I know. And the shark puppet now. You've got to quit with the puppet duck. That's Donald Duck. Also Donald Duck. We know the whole routine to Donald Duck's birthday. There's an episode of Donald Duck in a pool with a with a rubber duck. <laughs> and then there's a shark. I mean, it's just yeah. But Donald sometimes says inappropriate things, and Donald screams, and so Harlan screams, and yeah. I just can't. That is a big no in my world. So if Homer is your live up to, I mean, he didn't really like his kids very well. He did. You remember he? There's the the. When he quits, after they have Lisa, he quits the power plant. He's working in, at his most, the job, his dream job, the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Get pregnant with, with Maggie. He has to go back, like grovel and go back. To the power plant. Yeah. And so Burns puts a sign in there that says, you will be here forever. Or you'll do this forever. And he puts up pictures of Maggie and says, you and says, you'll do this for her. Oh. Even though sometimes in random episodes, he forgets that he has a third child or her name. I mean, we have friends that only call their kids by numbers. So I'm looking at you, Stokes family. Quattro. Kid Quattro. What's that show we watched? They're all numbers. The Umbrella Academy. I didn't watch that. That was you and Char. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be good. It was good. I, th- I liked it. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to work out now because you know Ellen Page is now Elliot Page. Mm-hmm. What what would be different? Would that just change the character? Um. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, is it like is it a seasonal thing? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Shows you what I know. So, kind of weird. American yeah. Horror Story is coming out. That's one thing yeah, I, I am excited for. Did I? I think I tried to send you a link. To that or something. It's called Double Feature. Mm-hmm. Premieres August 25th mm-hmm. on FX. You can watch it the next day on Hulu. But I don't know that I want to 
wait a week to watch it. Let's do it. Let's like feel that old school. Thursday nights at 10 o'clock. You gonna... <laughs> I think I can handle a Thursday at 10. I think I can do it. I don't think so. Gosh, I wish it was nine. Because <laughs> I'm trying to get in bed by 10, 30. I've been going to the gym in the morning. I'm so proud of you. I didn't do anything Wednesday, Thursday. Just our schedule and Wednesday my body hurt. Oh, let me give you a little update. Oh, okay. It's news to you. News to me. Oh, here we go. We need a sound for breaking news. Oh, that's, that's not it. That was awful. Breaking news. That's not going That was not good. Oh, just stop. Just stop. All right. <laughs> So, I've been going to the gym at the office. Yeah. Probably about four days a week. Okay. They have, like, like it's a, like a dungeon-y style gym. It's yeah. old, but functional. And there's a room to the side that has, like, mats in it. And uh, you can do kettlebells. And there's, like... Gymnastics. He- gymnastics. And there's, um, like, you heavy balls yeah Yeah. they have zumba in there twice a week okay so we go down there people still do zumba at bluegrass station they do awesome uh we go down there and immediately i look because there's a door a separate door that goes into that from the exterior sorry and it's plastic over and it says danger like what the hell could be dangerous in there? So we go inside, and the same things on the door on the in, like the entrance to the inside. So I get to talking with Robbie, who's the uh, maintenance man, uh-huh. and I was like, "What's going on in there?" He's like, "You know what? I think there was some asbestos or something." <gasps> He's like, "They can." What do you? What the fuck you mean? There's asbestos down there. Just a little touch. We'll touch He's like, you know, asbestos. people take those big medicine balls, throw them against the wall, and the paint started chipping. And, oh. Uh, so yeah, he said. I said, so what's the danger? He's like, I don't know. I think they just didn't have any other kind of tape. So I was like, <laughs> okay. He's like, but they've. Are they taping it off in order to clean it off? Or yeah, they sandblasted all the paint gotcha. off of it. Okay. So. Well, that's good and productive that they're yeah. going to take care of it. But I'm like, what? Yeah. I was lifting at the gym, and I rarely go to the side where all the weights are and the mirrors are, mm-hmm. just because I hate, I cannot stand guys who just stare at themselves the whole time while they're lifting, and like, and then they're chit-chatting, and it just, their whole routine pisses me off. But while I was lifting out there, there was definitely like a leak coming down. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was just what's every... And that's the only place I could do this bench press thing I was doing. I was like, damn it. <laughs> it was just like hitting my head. <laughs> Awkward so, gym moment. Oh, God. With my pal, my ginger hero, just me and him in the gym. And they've got a Bluetooth speaker. Oh, no. So I've got just random music playing. This is my fear. Oh. And... So there's a couple rooms that you can't see. One being the room that's under construction now, which was open at this time. And then there's like a cardio room. There's a rowing machine and stuff like that. Oh, I want a rowing machine. Yeah. Steal it. I couldn't get it out of there. Gotcha. Anyway. So we're lifting. Random songs coming on. And Tenacious D comes on. Okay. The song is called Fuck Her Gently. (laughs) And it's just me and Rigdon in there. As the song starts, he said, how awkward would it be if somebody came in here? I said, man, I don't care. <laughs> Someone came in? Someone was in there when it started. They were in the in the cardio was it, room. Was it their song? No. Oh. No, it was me. It was oh, my oh, oh, song. Oh. 
but it was just me and Rigdon in there listening to the song. And all of a sudden, this woman comes out, and I'm like, "How are you?" Howdy. Yeah. So nice day, isn't it, madam? You a Jack Black fan? It's some good stuff here. I am terrified that one day I will accidentally sync up to something in the gym and my wild ass playlist will be heard and God knows what it is and who's listening and you just never know. Like we'll do, we'll go from run the jewels to a little, maybe some pink, little Kesha. <laughs> Every now and then some DMX plays or some Nelly. I think it'll be so bad. It's just, I mean, I'm a 40 year old woman. Like, <laughs> I don't know what I should be listening to, but I'm pretty you sure. Make me feel like, a natural. <laughs> like I'm probably supposed to listen to like some pop music or something like Kelly Clarkson or something. I don't know. <laughs> In you. In your mouth. <laughs> Megan, your cousin Megan, she used to listen to that on the volleyball bus. Like I remember I was like, Inya? yes, I was like, what? I, that's how I found out who they were. She was like, it makes me sleep. It makes me like focus and relax. Just Celtic that's what she would listen man. to on the, the way home. That's funny. So in the news here lately. Yes. The topic of hygiene has been. <laughs> I so am into this conversation. So it comes out. I it's, think Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis were the first to say, like, they don't make their kids bathe on a regular basis. Pools. I guarantee you they have a pool. Let their kids swim. If And if that. So other celebrities come out. Jake Gyllenhaal was one of the most recent ones. Like, yeah, I don't shower unless you know I get dirty or whatever. Yeah. And then, so this question is on. It's going around on Twitter. Somebody asked The Rock. The Rock says, "No, you're wrong. No, he says <laughs> um, that he showers twice a day, every day, which and, checks out." And but and somebody said, replies, "That's." That's weirder than not showering. And he comes back. He's like, no, it's not. So uh, our daughter hates to shower. Our son loves a bath. But once Charlie shower, like she's happy, like it, it's her hair. It is 100% her big ass, thick ass hair that she just struggles with understanding what to do with it. She's getting better. She's getting better about it, but she she even as a kid hated taking bath. Now Harlan, Harlan would live in the bathtub for the most part. Do we make him take a shower all the time? No. He does get in the shower with me every chance he gets. Yeah, that's that's that kind of annoyed me. Is like that's the one time that I can just like I can be alone in this moment right here. But here he here he comes. Yeah. Me? He's been good, like, recently when you shower in the mornings. He, he has left me alone. He yeah. stays with me. Because he's sleeping. Um, this kid loves some sleep. He does. And Ish. it's also his excuse to get out of anything. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to get him out of the car today. No, I sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he pulled it on the babysitter today when she tried to change his diaper. Sorry, Emma. He uh, he laid in the tub tonight because he refused to get out after all the water's gone. And try to say he was asleep. Now he's slick. Like I can't get him out. Right. Then he starts like licking the bottom of the tub. So yeah, you want to talk about hygiene? He's disgusting. He's so gross. Weird. But I yeah, I just like I don't remember opposing showers, 
But I do remember my dad like fussing at me because I would come home from basketball practice and just like go to bed. <laughs> he was like, that's so gross. Honestly, he was mad that we didn't shower at the gym like after we got out of practice. And I was like, no. I did in high school. It's different. Like you don't have like to get your hair done and all that other stuff. I didn't have any hair. Right. That's that's a super. I, I hate to shower. I don't. Because of your hair? Yeah. That's so. easily fixed. Dry shampoo. No hair. No, dry shampoo. So I did. I mean, part of the reason. Pat wig. Part of the reason I cut my hair so short was I get, I hate blow drying my hair. So if I was getting up in the morning to shower, I'd have to, it was this whole long process. I'd also have to blow dry my hair, but I don't wash my hair every day. Right. That helps. Um, but Same. after I work out, I have to shower. I like to shower before I work out. That's weird. I don't know why. And then you don't after, and that's disgusting. You're like a 13-year-old boy, and you spray Axe Body Spray on yourself. For the record, I've never bought myself Axe Body Spray, ever. I buy it for you as like a quick, <laughs> like, when you're not like Don't, don't your, complain about it. But you don't go, you go, and then you spray it, and you spray it again, and it's in my mouth, and then you walk away. So much I can say right now. <laughs> It's just excessive. It's overkill. Like, just get in the shower. Fine, then you spray me. I don't mean, I don't know what. I can't make you happy. <laughs> no, you can. Spray less. That's all you have to do. Like, you're acting like this is really difficult. <laughs> like, that smell lasts about 11 minutes and it's gone. Yeah, you say that. But like, on your body. Like, it doesn't last that long. You say that, but you wait till you teach. Okay, teacher boy. Wait until you teach. A group of middle schoolers. Like we did. I think I'm going to be straight. Just go straight to being a principal. Oh, okay. Anyway, we did a fire drill. Would you agree that there there's a need for some strong leadership? And what better leader than somebody who can look at it from the outside looking in with the great input of strong teachers such as yourself, Matt Stokes. It's the only two I can think of right now. <laughs> Like, all of our friends are teachers. What are you talking about? <laughs> anyway. That's the only two I can think of. We were doing a fire drill, severe weather drill, and, <laughs> like, we got to the bottom of the hallway, and, like, instantly as soon as I hit that hallway, there was a hurt. I knew they were freshmen because the Axe body spray was just, like, like you could see it rising up off of them. It's like, ugh. Look at my face. In your mouth. In my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's... Like with Charlie, I was like, make sure you smell good. Like, that's all you got to do is like, get your deodorant on, make sure you smell okay. There's been times where I'm like, whoa. Yeah, it's it's an awkward phase of like understanding. Yeah. Hygiene. So weird. It is so weird. But I have confirmed with like other parents of teenage girls. I understand that we we are not in a unique situation whatsoever with her. Like, it, it may be a little different for her because she has a three-year-old brother. Right. But for the most part, yeah, she's pretty typical. Yeah. But, yeah, I support the whole hygiene. Don't, I mean, I, I think it's probably, you don't have to clean yourself every day. You don't have to bathe every day. A little dirt never hurt you. No. I do like the routine for Harlan, though. Because he is good routine, and when, if you pay attention to when we do give him bath time. I think routine is a human, like, necessity. 
Yeah. For pro- productivity, things of that nature. And, and I have struggled with that, but I did find myself really trying to organize my priorities this week, which has been a little, something a little different. Give me an example. So, uh, like, looking at what I had to do with my job and then with school and then with, you know, like, being home Monday and, and like, just mm. kind of plotting out the week. It's good. Instead of waking up and being like, hey, what's up today? <laughs> it's good. What y'all doing? It's good. What that dog doing? <laughs> I... And I've not played video games in so long. I think that, I, I think that's a that's a time killer. Yeah, like I think that's going to be something you're going to have to put on the back burner for a little bit, or 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 pencil it in and legit schedule it. And I that sounds like no fun, but no, I'm I'm okay with that. I, I mean, I'm not like I can't think of things when I've sat down and just mindlessly done hours of something that I wanted to do, and I, and that sounds like a jealous thing to say, but. We don't have time. Well, I think unless we are we are seeing in the, these times with the uncertainty of just about damn near everything in this world, mm-hmm. for us to to maintain and be happy and, and what and things like that, you have to start setting some healthy boundaries for yourself, for others, how they access you. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm I'm trying. I'm really annoyed this week with my boundaries and. I, but you're too nice. That's your problem. I don't think too nice is the word. I think, I think I'm nice. empathetic in that I have been in a position where I needed help. I've been a new teacher. I've been, yeah, but you're the first to say that you, when you were in that situation, you would never ask for help. No. And I'm not saying that's the healthiest either, but. No, but I mean, I did go to some people there. I mean, there was Peggy and Hazel's and, you know. I had a group of other friends that were kind of figuring it out. I kind of latched on to other people that were figuring it out too. You think there's time. something to be said about those uncharted waters that you navigate on your own? So this is, and, a, and you might you might hit a rock on the way, but it I, like it sets you whole, straight. I have a whole theory about this. Okay, and ooh, do tell. You have like in teaching in particular, right? Uh huh. Um, I start teaching somebody. Kind like sort of suggested what the textbook was. Uh, At that time, you got to pick the textbook. No, it was just there. Like here's yeah. here's the junior textbook, right? There was no. At that time, it was just like you are a junior teacher. Here's the book. Here are some books that we read junior year. There were other junior teachers, but there was no collaboration between us, right? There was somebody who taught juniors before that was like, here's some stuff I used to do. Yeah. Uh, or the, normally the juniors read that like that was it. It was this like vague guideline, right? Yeah. So I walk in and I have written my own syllabus. No one told me what to write. I just wrote my own syllabus. I remember having a conversation with Seth on the way to Las Vegas. Should I, because I took my textbook and shit to Las Vegas with me. That's the kind of nerd that you are. <laughs> and on the plane, I think I was trying to plan if I should do a thematic approach or a chronological approach to, to junior lit. This is some nerdy shit. And so Seth was like, definitely should be chronological. And Seth entertained this conversation? Yes. What a nerd. So I'm, in my head, that happened in Vegas. Maybe not. Maybe it happened somewhere else. Anyway, I, was, I had a book in my hand. There wasn't a normal place to have a book in my hand. Anyway, having that conversation, I organized all that myself. 
it was a disaster. Like I had no idea what someone told me to read Scarlet Letter with regular juniors, not like honors junior, like regular juniors. That was the biggest clusterfuck in my life. Like I knew the book. But I read it as a junior. You did not. I was assigned to read it as a junior. You did not. And that's the thing. And so like, I didn't know how to navigate like kids reading at home versus you just don't know those things. So I went through all of that just gummy mess of learning what worked and didn't, how to get their attention, how not to, how to screw up. I did a lot of stupid things. Okay. Cut to middle school. Same thing. Well, we used to read this and we used to, and I would make my own stuff. I had my own theories and philosophies of what I thought should go in the classroom. So I tried it all out. Now, I know what I like to do because I've experienced it and could tell you how it failed or succeeded, right? And tweak it. At this point, we have now, I distinctly remember a a veteran teacher saying, this will be the demise of new teachers. We used to, we started having something called a professional learning community, a PLC. And so common teachers so all the eighth grade english teachers would get together and share plans and we plan together makes sense collaborate so if a kid left my room and went to your room they could generally get the same content there wasn't you know huge differences and it should make it easier on everybody right right? we're all like planning together and stuff so if you're a new teacher and you come into that situation you're having to vie with a veteran teacher on what we're doing and so you don't have that input you don't feel as you don't have that independence to freedom to try. So I have this whole idea of what I want to do this year that it takes my veteran knowledge on how to implement it. I read the book on it. Um, getting kids to read independently. I don't know if a new teacher can do that. I don't know if they even want to do that, but for the sake of commonality, do I implement that? So there is a weakness in that ability to build your own philosophy as you go. So, I mean, that's what I'm working on right now. Your philosophy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, that's the next. Um, oh, oh, talk about things that you did. When you talk about like things you said you were going to do, like as a parent, and then you had kids. Things I thought I was going to do as a teacher, and then I. That so I had to do like the, my I believe statements. Oh yeah. One of them was I believe I can change my mind. I can. I believe that you should be able to change your mind. On yeah. what you believe. Yes, yes. <laughs> like that's yes. a... Yes, 100%. Like you don't, you don't have to be yeah. stuck in the mud with... Right, right. I, we were going to just like learn organically and all love to read. And I was like, no, no, no. But I think when you when you do have trial and error... Yes. So, like I have completely failed my quest for this Live Hard program. Uh, Like I had a really good... 60 some day run mm-hmm. with 75 heart and I've just been like failure to start like do good for five days fuck up a day like it's mm-hmm. it's not I've not had the motivation which I know I don't need motivation right like that's not what you need so something's not clicking yeah and it's and it's my organization and my drive and mostly my attention like what attention is like water in the, the flowers, mm-hmm. you know, wherever you put it to, that's, that's what's going to mm-hmm. get fertilized. What is fertilized really good for you right now? <sighs> I've like, this is going to sound weird. This is okay. So this is brought up this week and the, just to clear the air on this, I have 
put this out in the universe that I'm going to school to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. I have realized that 75% of the people that I've told have thought I was joking. Yeah. Like legit thought I was joking. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no. I'm I don't serious. know why they would think that. <laughs> Carry on. So like, I mean, at one of Harlan's appointments and I'm telling yeah. his therapist like, yeah, you know, schools. She's like, oh, you were serious? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so, and it goes to the other therapist. Did you know this? Like, did, yeah. did, and she's like, yeah. So, <laughs> um, like I've been digging, not so much like the learning part of it, just, which I, I forgot to tell you, next week, spirit week. <laughs> Yay! I'm not going to be on campus or anything. So oh, we're, not, we're celebrating. We're taking a Facebook photo. I'm taking like I'm, funny hat day where you're shut the hell spirit up. gear. Once camo day. You own no camo. No, no. I'm driving to MCTC and taking your picture every day out in front on the steps. Um, I shouldn't even tell you that. I'm so Abby excited. was joking about this. <laughs> I asked him when the first pep rally is. <laughs> um, School colors. <laughs> but so, but like, there's on the app, there's like this student feed, and it's everybody asking questions. And I'll just find myself scrolling through looking at these questions of, of people in classes that I'll never have just how like what they think about and what what it matters to them the questions they're asking yeah and also what's fascinating is there's some old dude who comments on everything oh i'm pretty sure he's a pervert stop can't prove that but stop it, but he calls else. the girls hun and i'm like bro who puts their picture like like this is social media he's got a profile picture and all, most nobody has that like what? He uses hunt. Well, he's just maybe antiquated. Hun, maybe you need to email your professor, hun. I'm just on here trying to. That help. doesn't make him hun. a pervert. I have good senses. Shit. <laughs> Do you though? So you are digging the process of learning. Well, to be honest, the actual class stuff doesn't interest me at all. <laughs> Once I realize what it is, yeah. Do you, and I've always said, a college degree is is just showing your obedience. Do, yeah. Do you remember how disappointed I was with my master's program? Yeah. And how like sad I was that I th- I thought that after undergrad, I would get into my master's, and I was going to be with all these like minded, super excited, super. passionate educators, and it was like, I need you to respond to this blackboard discussion. By Thursday, respond to two people. Yeah, and that's the that's the thing that it's just obedience, and I get that. Like, I am paying for a piece of paper that's gonna launch me into something. That I'm basically mm-hmm. have to learn on my own. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. Like, I under, I under, I'm I'm mm. willing to play that game. I mean, I'm playing that game right now with to get my rank one pay. Yeah, but however. I seek information out on my own. I research this shit. For fun, I like to read educational articles and learn stuff. How disappointing is it for our system in education when we really want to take this profession seriously? We say that, we, and it is a hard-ass job. That people are leaving in droves. 100%. I'm like the fireman. Your your shit shows on fire, and I'm running to you to save it. That's Just it. Okay, that. got it. You Montague, you're here. All right. Um, oh my god, <laughs> I 
This is why no one believes you. I, know. I just need you to know that. So I'll tell you the real reason after you finish okay. this. So we want professionalism. We want pay equitable to what we do. And there are multitudes of people who work their ass off and, and do that. But our, our education process to get there is sometimes a joke. Like it's not like. Well, there's we also ha- people inside your, your profession, my profession, every profession that make your profession look like a joke. Absolutely. That I'm make, not dis- <laughs> discounting like, that. Like I'm not discounting everybody that. in my circle that hears me talk about you, like Bobby Motley, 1000% always says he knows you're a good teacher. He knows that you put in the effort. But the generalization for all the other teachers, like you're the outlier in that situ- in that situation. And, and I'm like, no, there's more than just her. Right. There are many. Like I work with an amazing department. Yeah, but but the general perception of people with with children in school and and people have no affiliation or have any idea of what's going on with school. Like it's a. It's almost like a meme. Like sure, you know. Sure, I mean, I've, I've, I get it. Like, you also have the depiction of school on any given sitcom. I mean, look at every TV show that Charlie ever watched, and how school was depicted with like iCarly or Victorious, or like the teachers are all stereotypes. Yeah. And you know, that's just how that I think goes. Boy Meets World had the best. Yeah, yeah, that's the one, but. And even that was a joke because that, cl- Mr. Cooper. that class size was ridiculously small. <laughs> that never fucking What, y'all happens. got nine people in this yeah. class? <laughs> but I th- Ain't one kid ever asked to go to the damn bathroom. That's when bullshit. You, <laughs> so, like, my reason for wanting to be a teacher is 1,000% self-serving. Like, it's a joke that I wanted to show you guys. Right. How, like... And still, that's a joke to me. Like I'm, I'm like, very aware that you think it's hilarious. Because I've fallen into some good scenarios where I've come out shining like a rose. I'm sorry. I would like a list of the scenarios after you finish this part. But I part. digress. Yeah. But like Harlan's journey will not be the journey that I had a thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. The journey that you had or the journey that his sister has had. Right. It looks very different. Mm-hmm. From how they approach him to what's offered to him to to move in classic like the whole shit like scares me to death. I'm terrified. And so, what better way to understand that than to join him? Sure. Like I'll be damn near finished by the time he's in kindergarten, moving through. So I'll at least have a working idea of that special ed process. And what if the process frustrates you? What if the process lets you down? Oh, it's listen, education's already let me down. Okay. All right, I I probably should have graduated about in tenth grade. Okay. That I peaked. <laughs> there was no, there was no helping me. I was there for the social <laughs> week, like sophomore year. Was it? I peaked. What was it? The highlight of my academic career. Getting kicked out of class for saying something about necrophilia. That was it. Getting an A in Tammy Glasser's English class. Bam. She wasn't there for half the time. That. I got kicked out from her sub. Yeah. Who was an idiot. <laughs> God, I would have loved to finish the year with Tammy Glasser. I worked my ass off for her. Yeah. Uh, so, like, even if I'm never a teacher. You're going to know the process. I, I will know the process. I can be a good and advocate you know, for him. 
or I can tweak that into some other specialty. I don't know. That is something. But, but if you don't know, you don't know. So sure. I have to know. That is something as a parent. I wanted to say this on the opening day of school when we did a meeting with special ed teachers um, and our special ed director, and, and she kind of went through the ARC thing. And I would have, two years ago, I would have just been like, yeah, 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 whatever, and like not listen. But she talked about like sitting in an ARC, staying the whole time, what that experience is like. And I didn't say this, and I, I wish I did. After sitting in Harlan's first ARC, it completely changed my perspective of what it is like to be a parent. And Wait, to, I, I said it on that yeah, too, didn't I? It was a Zoom. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you remember, like immediately we go off camera and I start sobbing. We're sitting right in here. Yeah. Right where you're sitting. I mean, you cry. <laughs> Good. Fair point. But to hear your kid, to hear a list of what they can and cannot do yeah. with a number beside it, like with how much accuracy or how many times they can do it or yeah. how. But what uh, if you do this for every kid? It, hang on. I'll get there. Um, <laughs> We'll speed it up there. But to sit in that moment and to have, I think for so long, like ARCs are not convenient. They are not convenient. They're before school or after school and right. you're, you're exhausted. You're tired. So to sit with that parent and give them information about their kid, I've always tried to say something positive. Probably my early years, I probably didn't know any better. But, you know, I'm a parent in the know. And I, can't, I don't know what that experience was like for you. To sit there and hear that. But I generally knew, A, the structure of what we were doing. I I knew why. It just seemed was, very formal to me, like checking boxes. And, right. And the formality of that. And to, not formal, standard. St- well, standardized. Yeah. T- to have your kid, it's not actually, to have your kid reduced to a piece of paper and, and listing everything about your kid on a piece of paper. And knowing that follows him around forever. Yes. Or for, I mean, his... D- Literally, sometimes they will cut and paste like that information in. And so you're reading into this. And so then like they sent it home and I was reading it and I was like, God, I, I, I read, I've probably read hundreds of IEPs in my life. I've sat in hundreds of ARCs, but when it's your kid. So my empathy for the, that parent sitting in there has changed. So, you know, my goal this year is to approach ARCs with the utmost attention and devotion more so than ever. I mean, I've never like blown them off necessarily, but it is that process is so hard as a parent. Um, I What's can't. ARC even stand for? Uh, shit, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> your homework is on this week. I'll figure it out. And Harlan starts school Monday. Yeah, and we I, took him to his open house, and I was worried. Anytime you've mentioned school this summer, no school. No, 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 no school. school. He gets there, and it is a fight to get him to leave. He is—he's a little girl. The highlight of my night: a little girl walks through the door wearing a cocoa melon shirt. First of all, Harlan is head and shoulders taller, bigger than every kid in that class. I don't even know. I like- it is so weird. To, like you don't notice it because you see him every day, and then when he's with kids his age, you're like, "Holy shit." <laughs> This motherfucker, look like, is that a midget in there? What is this? <laughs> he, yeah. So but this little girl walks in, and she's wearing a cocoa melon shirt, and like Harlan freezes. Cocoa melon? Hey, cocoa melon. Goes, their pats are on the back. Hey, cocoa melon, let's go. Yeah. And <laughs> so, like, start, guess what, sis? 
your name is Coco Melon from his, now on. His dad, her dad is sitting there filling out paperwork, and I'm trying to get Harlan to like go out the door, and he goes around and just sits right down next to him, starts patting him on the leg. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I missed all this. I will say, my friend, I say this to you in all love. If you're going to go into the classroom, your tolerance and patience for chaos has got to amp up. Because you were well, when I, when I am the when I am the circus master, I think it's a little different. But when I'm observing <laughs> chaos, I'm like, holy shit! Oh, you had no patience. Harlan was wild. Like you're like he's shaking, shaking the table. Keep riding. Well, he's going to keep shaking the table. Like and then he's like, get him. Hold on. Let me set the stage of what of <laughs> this table and this chair was were meant for three feet tall people. <laughs> Just sit in the chair. No, no, no. Just sit in the chair's ass. I need two, <laughs> one uh, chair under each ass cheek. I sit in the chair. I'm huge. <laughs> so don't act like, no, I was un- physically uncomfortable. Everything is so little. I'm like, wow. And like Harlan's everywhere. You're like, go, I, I'm going to fill out the papers. You go get him. I'm like, what's he doing? He's playing. I'm like, let's go. And you just have to like guide him like a little puppy through the room. But his ADHD is so bad. He's like, what can we? He's like, oh, bathroom. And it's like, oh. He went there and picked up the phone. I'm pretty sure he called somebody. <laughs> like maybe one of the, the uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but I, you won't be there Monday morning, so. Uh, who knows? He really wanted to get on that slide, so. Oh, yeah, that's one of the things. We need to re-up the sticker game. Yeah, I got you. That I was, you. I don't know. But I digress. So yeah. that's that's my purpose. I value this purpose. I'm excited for this purpose. I do think. And this all came about from wanting to do something hard that, not that I failed at, but that I had quit at. Yeah. You know, I, like, I don't begrudge the 21 years I worked for the state police. No. Like, it has made me who I am for the good and the bad. <laughs> like, I had a wonderful like 45 minute long conversation with John Dowdy today, who's somebody I've, I've worked with the whole, like for 21 years, you know, who's a little bit older than me. He's a lot older than me. I didn't know that. (laughs) Um, but, but to sit there and then you, like if I, if you, if I was to sit here and tell you stories, they don't really mean anything. Right. Right. But when you're, when you're around and you start remembering things and like, yeah, I've got 21 years cashed in his brain of, Sometimes very wild, crazy stories yeah. that don't make sense to anybody but those people that were there. Yeah. It's so weird. It's great, though. I mean. So I don't regret not finishing school because I don't know that it would have, like, I wouldn't have had the life I've had now. Not that it's been super great anyway, but. Um, but I've, I definitely have been afforded the opportunity to, like, take on some side projects and yeah. you know get into podcasts and get into writing and things like that but necessarily with with teaching you may not have or whatever I or think whatever you, uh, right like that was a political science yeah you took an education class though because i remember we went on a field trip together to i guess so because i jumped straight to the 200s in education i don't have any 100 level classes edf 100 is the normal like beginning foundations of education yeah you? i passed that I thought you failed. It, it's not. Did you go to your observations and stuff? I don't remember. Mm. I told you about my observations this year. Yeah, it's ridiculous. 
Yeah. I still might come watch you, though. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Come on in. I got to have a good speech prepared. Like, hey, uh, she's the te- she's the good one now, but look who's in the wings here. Oh my god! But so, my friend Corey, yeah, who I worked with, did this two like two and a half years ago. Yeah, I remember them. Went back to school. Well, he's he is at the Paramount. He's doing his student teaching. Mm-hmm. I text him Monday. I was like, hey, guess what? Today's my first day of school. Oh, and he's like, hey, guess what? Today's my first day of school. I'm student teaching. And so the next day after school, I called him and, and you know, my thing is like, there is definitely a place for, there's a different in like environment when a man's there as a teacher. Yeah. And I think you would, you know that too. I don't disagree. So he's in the middle school <laughs> uh, with a female teacher, a female history teacher. And she said something to the effect like, you have no idea what your presence does to it changes this class. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I'm just passing out papers. I don't like, you know, like it's right. his first day. He doesn't right. know anything. She's like, no, seriously. Like it, it definitely changes the tone and the mood of the class right. with you just being here. And as I've joked many times with you yes, and all of our friends about that, I, I am starting to realize like, why aren't there more God teachers? Why aren't there? There, ha- I would. It would be life changing for a kid to have a male teacher in elementary school. I mean, one one of my favorite teachers. I love finger painting. You don't. Oh my gosh! One of my. Tell f- me you don't finger paint. I don't even remember finger painting one time in school, ever, ever. I do just think I know the smell of like temperate paint though. Anyway, one of my favorite teachers, Mr. Matthews, fifth grade. I mean. Like, we had a whole lesson about a wasp one time because he killed it in the room and, like, Jump, made us read. No, he was like, this is science. And he, well, I was like, paying attention. Okay, <laughs> tell me more about the wasp. You just smacked across the window. So he gave us a lesson on it. Um, so definitely kids pay attention to that. By high school, they definitely see men in different, like, we have, a, you know, several men in my department. Right. and So there are a lot more. Male like I respect teachers. the shit out of Willie, yeah, and your boy Jim, who's a uh, sounds pretty scholarly. Yeah, yeah, we've got. But well, I also feel like the dickhead in me, not not in a bad way, but like I I love to exploit those things, like find what they're not good at, and just pick at them, or just be a general. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like I, I don't know. Just make so I like, like making even fun of Charlie. People. Oh, yeah. We've got to get Courtney on this podcast with you. Like, I think the first time you all need to meet is on this podcast. You think so? 100%. Set it up. I'll Courtney. It up. All right. I think she's my sister. The, it's. Could she have red hair? I don't know. It's ridiculous. The things that you two say that I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> I don't but even know how we would frame that podcast, but we'll have to. I think we just, like, you all to start talking and the shit you two would say to each other would just be like, I mean, even phrases that she says sometimes, I'm like, well. Hello, Gary. How are you doing today? Um, but even in middle she school, like a scholar. There's like there's a Jason, Emily's husband, works at the middle school. Charlie is apparently scared. Charlie to death knows of him. him. She's seen him outside of school. Yeah, he just walks out. She's terrified. She's like, oh, but like even scares, Seth scares me to death. Seth, I know you're listening. Like his 
witty, dry sense of humor, <laughs> like that presence. Not complete Stacey Evans mode, but like I'm sure I could I could see him vibing. Uh, there's vibes of Stacey Evans there. Yeah. I know there is. Yeah, like I'm sure he has reached. Or he he said. Um, I get kids from his school that love him, know him. They know of Mr. Right. Thatcher. I'm sure he's been, he's been able to reach kids sure. in a different way than if it was some stuffy old 40-year-old Thomas lady. Yeah, 40-year-old Thomas lady. <laughs> I will have you know. I will have you know have you that know. today, today, my kids are reading a text about Salem Witch Trials, and uh-huh. I, I they're, they're big. They're just, I needed a filler question before we got to the next thing, uh-huh. was to, based on what they read, would Miss Thomas be tried as a witch and mm-hmm. why? And they had used evidence from the text. And a kid said, yes, you are very young. And because the young girls in the tech, I was like, new favorite student. I said, I am and not And you young. know he knew from the jump you weren't young. He, said, he played said, you like a fiddle. I said, I'm, I'm not young. And he was like, so I'm 40. He was like, years old? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. New favorite student. Uh, yeah, I'm 40. Years yeah. old? Yes. Yes, child. New favorite student. But anyway, um, I don't know why my age has to do with it. Gary. That, I just I just interjected. I'm that. up on know. all the trends. I can say bet and bussin and I'm just kidding. Do you know? Not to change the subject graphically, but as we as we near the end of this podcast, are we okay. Aren't these the best when they go by so fast that you don't really realize how long that we've been on here? Like, oh, this has been miserable. I hate it. An hour, f- yeah. <laughs> uh, Sturgill Simpson dropped a new album today. I've been his his Insta presence is amazing right now. He's got yeah. some awesome talking about his, uh, like this. I guess this is about his uncle who's mm-hmm. in prison that he's never mm-hmm. met, but he's, he uses his guitar. Mm-hmm. Just kind of the whole sure. album is based on is used with this one guitar allegedly. Am yeah. I right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if it's on. Is it on Amazon? I'm sure it is. I'll have to download it. I still. He's he's part of my cool down, my cool down. Uh, pr- whatever. <laughs> I was gonna say protocol. Oh my god, I've been at school too long. When you say protocol. Yeah, it's bad. I just don't have any. On Friday, I don't have any words, man. I've used all the words. <laughs> Today, I was saying something. I was like, you know, with uh, your blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and your blah, blah, blah. And your, no, no, no. You can listen to Lizzo play Rumors on her flute. I'm not. I'm <laughs> not a Lizzo fan. I, I don't dislike Lizzo. I don't want that to come off wrong, but like that's not my... Lizzo was one of those that was on my playlist uh, two or three years ago. On my gym. like, I need to freshen up my gym playlist, but right. she's not really. It's not on that list that I just don't listen to it anymore. Like I don't even like that. Uh, there's a lot of rap I don't like anymore. Yeah, you know what never goes out of style. What incubus? Incubus. <laughs> if you've made it this far in the podcast. From Abby and myself, we love you. Love you. Whatever country you're from, <laughs> whatever troubles you're going through, we're right there with you. 
this is our safe space for the week. Yes. Feel free to use this like as your time of zen for the week. <laughs> Nothing says zen like us. That's right. So, is that too loud for you? No, my ears are like watery. It's fine. They're good. Um, don't forget, give us a share, a like. We have a Facebook page. We have a TikTok. But listen, let, let's just be. Let's. I don't have any TikTok time. I just want to be uh, transparent. This people listen without us sharing it anyway. Yeah. But I would do appreciate it if, like, maybe a little word of mouth, like, "Hey, y'all heard this podcast? Pretty good." If you made it this far, you're invested. So I know you got. You can do it. We appreciate it. I love you. Until next week. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.